Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. I find it strange that we as men are so comfortable with the fact that we have nipples. Are you in a prison rec room? That's why I call my baby Maxwell House. If you drink blood every day, can you donate more often? Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. that it's brent and landon and this is the dryline farmer podcast landon i have the need the need for speed because (laughs) this is a shameless and lazy episode because it's top gun maverick 2022 and in honor of that great hopefully great movie we have to get nostalgic and look over the all-time classic Top Gun from 1986. Lennon, where were you in 1986? Well, I was four, so probably almost almost learning how to talk at that point. <laughs> Did you have hair yet? <laughs> I was already it was already getting kind of thin. It was already <laughs> on its way out. Damn. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just can't win. Sometimes you just can't win. Well, I was I think so. I would have been five. So. Um, I'm trying to think, isn't that, that's about the year the Goonies came out, isn't it? Like, not out uh, of the Go- closet, Go- just like. Goonies came out in 85. Is it 80, are you sure? Cause I, no, Brent. I sw- Trust me, I'm probably wrong. Well, that's a good point. Why does it say Goonies Amarillo when I type in Goonies? Is there a <laughs> Goonies Amarillo? That's where they, they filmed it. They, <laughs> yeah, damn, 1980. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying my whole life, the first movie I remember going to watch was The Goonies, and that was in 1985. There is no way I remember in a f- movie when I'm four years old. There's just Your parents no... wouldn't buy you a happy movie. They'd let you go see The Goonies in the theater. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Landon, there's trauma. There's trauma there that we just can't get into right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, why is the... <laughs> so... You know how you Google something and it has these like real quick questions or real quick other links to it. The first question that says, people also ask, why is the Goonies inappropriate? (laughs) (laughs) The next one is, what disease does Sloth from Goonies have? (laughs) This says, he has a physical deformity as well as his mental handicap. Uh, uh, Yeah. His later treatment was by the Fratelli's most... uh, Okay, I'm just going to read the whole sentence here. In the movie... That his mom and dad were also his aunt and uncle. <laughs> uh, well, I thought, wasn't he dropped on his head a whole bunch of times? I thought that was the reason. Yeah. So in the movie, it is the cause of both his physical deformity as well as his mental handicap. His later treatment by the Fratellis most likely caused the emotional trauma he exhibits later in the film. It might be craniosynostosis. I don't know. Big big head with one eye is basically what that is. So, um, and of course, you you click on that, and then it goes to what was Sloss handicap. Um, I, I would. He, I think he played in the NFL in real life. I think. I, I think he's dead too, isn't he? 
I don't know. It's a, so what's lost handicap? Too about, many we're carbs. Talking about, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about freaking the goonies. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. There's data. Why the hell aren't they giving me? All right, I'm gonna have to go into Wikipedia again here. Uh, let's see the Goonies. Huh? John Matutek. Okay. Where are you at, John? Steve Anton Lupe. You're blaming Lupe? John Matuzak. Yeah, he oh he died he died long time ago in eighty nine. So an American football defensive end in the National Football League who later became an actor. Boy, oh. you know with a face like that, you sure think you'd have a hard time picking out coverages. <laughs> but uh, won two Super Bowls with the Oakland Raiders. Very nice. He was with the Oilers. That Houston Tech. There was no Houston Texans in nineteen seventy four. He's with the Chiefs. So it says this says Houston Oilers seventy three oh, Houston yeah, Texas they, Houston yeah, names, Texans so. oh and then they went to okay he even scored a touchdown sweet one hundred twenty three games played okay this is not about John Daniel Matuzak Matuzak you think I need I need that uh voice on here Matuzak six foot eight man he was a big guy yeah especially for back then man that's just consider inflation. He put away some Rocky Road. <laughs> Rocky Road? That was Okay, we're back to Top Gun. So that was in 85, uh, Top Gun in 86. So Landon, you probably didn't see Top Gun in the movie theaters, did you? I did not. I did not. When is you, When do you think you first saw it? Oh, I would say... Because I remember the Nintendo game coming out, and it was awful. I would say I was probably seven or eight. I'd say 1990, probably. 1990. I, I don't know the year or the day when I saw it first. And I'm sure when I Two, did... Seven. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I know the first time I saw it, I probably didn't appreciate it for what it was. But I also didn't know that Tom, Tom Cruise... you think he was already in Scientology at that point? I don't think so. No, he was probably still a Methodist or something. No, I doubt he was. <laughs> doubt he was ever that devout. But uh, no, so uh, nineteen. Okay, so let's get over here to the Wikipedia page here. So Top Gun, that's Simon and Simon. Uh, let me get back to um, probably probably pulling that inverted move. It's probably a lot messed him up because I was inverted. Yeah. So Top Gun, nineteen eighty six American action drama film directed by Tony Scott, produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. Okay. So, Lenny, what do you think? Are are you looking at the page? Um, let me give you a little quiz. What do you think was the budget for the movie? <laughs> budget for the movie twenty million. No, I'm sorry, you're over and you cannot uh, no longer play. Fifteen million dollars was the budget for this movie. That is a lot. Oh. Which I guess in '86. That's. Even in 86, I wonder what the Goonies was. <laughs> Let's do a little side-by-side -side comparison. Uh, Goonies. What was the budget for the Goonies? $19 million. Okay, Landon, what was the box office? Uh, how much did the movie Top Gun make? $350 million. You're you're cheating now. I know, I'm now. I was trying to make it. I was trying to make myself. Yeah, you were trying to be close, but not right. So and that make it for a slop really really ran up Goonies. Uh, yeah, 
That did that makeup man. That must have really torn them, torn them a new one. So three hundred fifty-seven million for Top Gun budget of fifteen million. Goonies was nineteen million dollar budget with a ticket receipt of one hundred and twenty-five million dollars. So, so successful. If, Plus, they probably weren't paying those kids jack shit either. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so if. Yeah, you think if Tom Cruise could have played Sloth, maybe that would have he would have um that old lady man, she kinda she kinda freaked me out, Mrs. Fratelli, but we're and it's funny how they called her Mrs. Fratelli. But oh, yeah, she she always had that actor always uh, played that kind of part. So Landon, a, a, a few questions here. Um favorite part of the movie. What's your favorite part? And you can't say when Goose hits the canopy because that's too easy. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part's when Meg Ryan becomes single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> oh, favorite part. I don't know. It's kind of funny when he says that guy smells bad. Um, Slider, you stink. I don't, uh, you know, I don't know how to pick a favorite part, but it's a, it's a pretty good show. What's your favorite part? Well, so and this is weird. But and it's probably you can't even consider like the opening opening credits, like of the actual <laughs> the actual footage of the movie. I mean the actual footage of the real a real aircraft carrier with actual pilot, you know workings. So absolutely actually nothing in the actual acting of the movie. But um, I don't know. I like um, oh in those kind of movies when it has all the. Uh, airplane and all that kind of real high tech stuff. I always just like getting into the weeds of like all the jargon of it, like the mock whatever five, they don't go mock five, but <laughs> going my <mock>, dink and flicker. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I just like, uh, yeah, those opening credits. I think with the music that goes in the background of it, I think it's just kind of one of the best opening, opening credits, uh, for movies that, um, that I can think of. You know, outside of maybe I don't know Titanic, but I'm just kidding about that. So, um, draw you. <laughs> who's your okay favorite character? Favorite character in Top Gun. Um, I'm probably gonna go with the the guy that was like the principal in Back to the Future. <laughs> that's just because I brought him up. You forgot all about him until he, I said that's something. That's my favorite part of the movie. He's like your your butt's right in here. You're right and check the butt can't catch or whatever he says. Okay, so that already leads me into my next question. Is that your favorite line? I kind of like the one where he says that guy stinks and the guy like believes it. Yeah. Slider. You stink. So um Edwards has some good one good lines in there too. What's um what's the most unbelievable part of like the flying and stuff? Not that you're a pilot or anything. What what was the most yeah the most the hardest thing to to believe oh they don't do that oh man I don't know <clears throat> like actually flying or from the movie okay the most unrealistic thing in the movie probably when they do that inverted thing and they're flipping off the, <laughs> the flipping off pilot. the Russian and he takes a picture and it's not it's not hazy or nothing. You know, because yeah. it, it's just it's just a um, Polaroid. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So, okay, my favorite, yeah, my favorite was a uh, scene or whatever was that opening that <laughs> opening um, part. And um, favorite character, 
It's not Maverick because I, I'll get into that in, in, in a little bit, but not Maverick. Maybe Goose. I like Goose. One of my favorite. Like, like when you get old, as you get older, like Iceman makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, he makes no mistakes, and he wears Ray Bans in the bar. I mean, that was he was doing that before. That was cool. And he's trying to be helpful. Yeah, and the way he chomps his big freaking like rhinoceros teeth together when he uh maverick's trying to talk trash to him uh yeah that's kind of i kind of like iceman more and more of course iceman never really is the bad guy in the movie i mean there's really who's who's the bad guy in the movie really there's not a bad guy because remember as um viper says we're all on the same team here those people they blow up at the end well yeah i mean i guess the russians are, are bad guys but um and what kind of puss was that uh who was the guy that that crapped out at the beginning of the movie what was his name he was number one i keep i keep getting mixed well, up with uh the parody movie um <laughs> hot shots, hot shots. <laughs> the guy's name the guy's name was washout wash <laughs> <laughs> And that movie is Cougar. Every time, every time the plane goes upside down, like all their all the crap, all the crap falls out to the top like, of the window. Playing cards yeah. and change and luck, lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was uh, Cougar, yeah, Cougar. Cougar. Uh, Cougar yeah. gave up his wings, citing his newborn child that he has never seen. Maybe it's not yours, Cougar. Maybe that's why you were yeah. so sad. So. Yeah. um yeah, he probably hadn't seen his wife in ten months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't even seen her, and I haven't even seen her in ten months. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, Walker, Texas Rangers deputies in there. Uh huh. Trevet. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I liked it when Goose. Um, it's not really a funny line, but it was just I don't know. It was it kind of made me laugh a little bit. It's like when they after they buzz the tower and get in trouble for going below the deck. Um. Oh, yeah. He goes, maybe I can go to be a truck driver. You know, go to that school <laughs> truck drivers of America. Yeah. You, you still got their pamphlet or whatever their brochure. I just, I don't know. I just watched. Thought that was one of the funniest things in the whole. Uh, one of the funniest lines in the whole deal. So, of course, if the he would, if he wouldn't have died, that would have been a good sequel, like Goose and Goose and Maverick co co driving a semi truck. <laughs> Maybe like, call, call maybe it, like going up to the, maybe going up to the Canada thing. <laughs> uh, call it Smokey and the Goose Part Two or something like that. Yeah. Maverick and the Goose. That you could totally that could that could be like a, a Family Guy episode. Fan, uh, Maverick and the Goose. That would totally work. Yeah, I could you're, see that. You're gonna you're gonna want to exit I nine up here. <laughs> okay, so one of my breakdowns in the movie is when um, Jester. So that's Michael Ironside, and in the first fight scene of the when they get to Top Gun, he goes, I guess, so they talk about the hard deck, and the hard deck is an imaginary, like the hard deck was, what, 10,000 feet, and you have to consider that the ground. And if you go below it, that means you technically, or you technically crashed and you lose. But so Jester goes below that. So doesn't that mean he's cheating so he can't get shot? I thought Tom Cruise went below that. Well, yeah, so let me see if I can get here. During Maverick's uh, first training hop, he defeats instructor Jester, but through reckless flying, breaks a major rule of engagement, immediately, immediately followed, by a second, uh, followed by a second infraction by flying by the control tower. Um, okay, and see, I looked this up the other day. 
What is it? Uh, did Jester go below the hard deck? Did Jester go below the hard deck? Oh, this the, it goes to why did Jester go below the hard deck? Okay, so this is Quora.com, so take this as, take this for what it's worth. And all you farmers out there, I hope you enjoy this fighter jet navigation and tactical awareness uh, training that we're giving you here. So, um, it's been a long time since I watched the first movie. That is I figured not... you'd be reading about this movie on Mr. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Skin. They even have a better name than we do. Okay. Yeah. We've got nip. <laughs> We've got credit, nip. <laughs> Let's see. In okay. In real life, the hard deck is basically an agreed upon altitude that simulates the ground. If you hit the hard deck, you're dead, and you have to call hard deck kill, knock it off. The fight is over, and you lose. Assuming the other guy didn't also hit the hard deck, we were always extremely aware of the hard deck because it represented death in a real life fight. So this is, I guess, some. Trained fighter pilots. So when Jester goes below the hard deck in the movie, the fight was already over, and Maverick had already won. There was no need for Maverick to continue in for the kill. Also, by Maverick going below the hard deck for the kill means that he's hitting the ground too. So, if this would be funny if you were in like flight school like that and you were getting close to the hard deck, the imaginary hard deck, so you just ejected and like. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I've actually looked that up too, and. That is the absolute last thing you want to have to do is eject from a jet because it's literally a rocket on your ass. And they said it hurts like having a rocket on your ass. So um, if you can just imagine landing, having a rocket on your ass, <laughs> it's not very pleasant. So, And you can see what happened to Goose So sure. when you don't wait for the canopy to get out of the way. So, yeah. But, um, okay, so I always had trouble with that. Another thing I always have trouble with is why is in the movie is everybody always sweating regardless of the location except for Kelly McGillis? She's never sweating. And she's the person you want to see sweating. At the beginning of the movie, um, James Tolkien, the commander of the ship, he's sweating like a dog. I understand that, you know, in an aircraft carrier. She's always getting ice rubbed all over her body. Who? Any like rubbing ice on her body? When oh, in the, the in in this in the in the, the good time these? scene. Yeah, when they're fixing to the, make the beast with two backs, <laughs> slapping skins. Um, yeah, because, on the, because on the parody version, he's like oh, he cooks an egg on her stomach or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Charlie Sheen probably really did that. Are you sure that wasn't uh, uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? <laughs> oh, could could have been an Amber Heard uh, Johnny Depp scene cooking an egg right, on her now stomach. I just looked up, now I just looked up how Sloth died. It was an overdose. That's oh, sad. really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I figured it was something to have to do with this. A lot of times those old big old guys, they just don't ever live that long. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, she, she doesn't. She doesn't sweat in the movie. No, never does sweat. So, okay. Um, what's another question I had? Okay, so was Maverick a shitty friend or just bipolar? Uh, I mean, kind I, a, he's kind of a shitty friend. Yeah, because they have that little talk, that little scene there. And um, Goose is basically telling him to cut that shit out. Don't do that again because I've got a family to feed and that kind of stuff. And what is maybe, what is Tom Goofy, Cruise? Huh? 
Maybe Goose is just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you think Maverick was just looking for a way out of the relationship. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder, like, like, I wonder who decided that Goose had to wear a shirt for the volleyball scene. <laughs> <laughs> probably Anthony Edwards did, I imagine. Probably the, probably the producers. They're like, we're going to recast your ass if you. <laughs> Fine, fine. We'll cut the sleeves off. <laughs> so, okay. So the volleyball scene. Do you think that should have hit the cutting room floor? I would have probably gone with a different sport. <laughs> I would have gone with a different gender is what I would have gone with. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone with the flight attendants across town doing a volleyball scene for, versus the hot shot pilots doing it. But I guess that's... um. But, you know, as far as... um. Other than the uh, love scene between Maverick and uh, what's her nickname, Charlie, Miss um, Black, Blackwood, is yeah, that her name? Yeah, but but her call Murphy. sign is <laughs> so. Linda, let's say you go on a date, and uh, okay, she's an astrophysicist. She's pretty hot in 1986, but <laughs> when you say you take her home and she tells you to call her Charlie, are you going to be able to do <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> call. Mm. Charlie, you're not even, even a pilot. <laughs> even 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 going to Chuck would be would be. Uh, <laughs> that's my name. What? You want to want me to call you what? Yeah. Chuck. <laughs> I've uh, got a. <laughs> I've got a brother-in-law named Chuck. I'm not calling you Chuck. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty rough. Mm, mm, mm. Say my name, Charlie. <laughs> Say my name, Charlie. Okay, Maverick. And she makes fun of his calls. His name, Maverick, is like, you're Charlie. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, you'd have to give her a handle pretty quick. <laughs> it wouldn't be. I guess those swinging tits, I guess they couldn't fit that on the helmet or something. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, now, how had the question remain, or we can keep going through the movie here. Um, so they go in the, um, get to the part where Goose dies. Did you, any of all the times you've watched it, have you cried? No. Never have cried when Goose died? No. Okay. Like I said, man, Meg, Meg Ryan's single after that. Uh, that's true. So, um, this is kind of interesting here. So Maverick and Ice, okay. Now this is a question I had, and obviously this is for the experts, that which we are not, but. Maverick and Iceman, now direct competitors for the Top Gun Trophy, chase an A4 in later training engagement, Hop 31. Since part of the scoring in every flight in the course is the time taken for every dogfight to conclude, and after noticing that Iceman is pulling time... Oh, I didn't know this. Of course, this is Wikipedia. After noticing that Iceman is pulling time during his chase after the A4 so that his total score in the course will remain higher than Maverick's, Maverick pressures Iceman to break off his engagement with the A4. They are both chasing so that he can shoot him down himself. But Maverick's, F4, Maverick's F-14 flies through the jet wash of Iceman's aircraft and suffers a flame out of both engines going into an irrecoverable flat spin. Maverick and Goose eject, but Goose hits the jettison's aircraft canopy headfirst and is killed. So I didn't know if this is accurate. I've always wondered, like, if... Maverick can shoot him from where he is, and Iceman is closer. Why doesn't Iceman just shoot him? So I guess if that's accurate, he's just stalling for time to gain more points to knock back Maverick. Huh. 
I my my uh outlook on top gun my like outlook on life almost just changed just now. Mm. Another crazy thing, Tim Robbins is in this movie. I always forget that. So Andy Dufresne is in the beginning part of the movie and the end part of the movie. So I guess he, he stayed. He probably had something to do with it. He probably, yeah. So I guess he stayed on the aircraft carrier the whole time. So, um, and he was, what was his call sign? Uh, Tim Robbins was Merlin. He, he, he was Cougars. They always keep, I, I swear they say rail. When they refer to him, but they're a Rio, and that is Radio Intercept Officer, who he later becomes Mavericks Rail. But maybe I'm just hearing it wrong. So, um, yeah. But okay, so hits the canopy and, and it takes him out of the movie. So he's a, he. So now the dark part of the movie shows up, and Maverick goes from hero to zero in a matter of how, the amount of time it takes to uh, eject from the. Uh, good old airplane there so charlie and others attempt to console him but he considers retiring seeks advice from viper uh also the dad in steel magnolias uh who he served and he says he serves with maverick's father duke mitchell <laughs> duke mitchell <laughs> boy the old casting department they really came up with a good name for that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> duke yeah. mitchell why don't they just <laughs> What was Ralph Lauren, you know, (laughs) was that already taken or something? Bob, Bob Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bob Jones already, already up on the, on the shelf for another movie. Oh, we're going to wait. We're going to use that. I bet it's going to be in Top Gun Maverick when it comes out in 2022. So, uh, yeah. So during the graduation party, of course, Viper, Val Kilmer, is wearing his sunglasses up on the upper part of the bridge of his nose. Um, and so they're all sent off to the Enterprise to deal with a crisis situation, providing air support for the rescue of the SS Leighton, a disabled comm ship that has drifted into hostile waters. So, okay, so, and everybody knows the rest of the story. Um, so Maverick and Merlin are assigned to back up for F-14s flown by Iceman. So I'm interested to see, so Landon, let's get into how these people have... Do you have the cast, the picture of the cast? Because we need to go through how these people have aged. And I would say it's pretty easy to say who aged the worst. Probably the people that aren't in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. Well, actually, that is true. So uh, number one that takes the cake is obviously Val Kilmer. And his um, the very first picture they bring up is his picture that makes him look like he's not batman but maybe the penguin the joker and maybe catwoman all rolled into one person because he's got his hair he's still got all his hair you got to hand it to him for that but tom cruise obviously i mean he's a little more wrinkly but um he uh doesn't look too much worse for the wear i guess a few hundred million dollars will do that for you good point good point Okay, so let's go see here. Let's go to Top Gun. That gummit, I hate this. Okay, Maverick. Here we go. Would you have gone? So the would would that have been your pick for the sequel uh, name, Top Gun Maverick? I would have probably gone with Top Gun Two. 
<laughs> okay, Duke Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? No, that's, that's fine. I mean, what what else would you want it to I be? I don't know. I just figured it'd be like Top Gun America or something like that. No, just get nothing Con- that Constellation bad. Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Constellation Gun. <laughs> Participation Gun. <laughs> oh, God. Sh- Top Gun, shooting blanks. <laughs> Okay, so here, oh yeah, John Hamm, Ed Harris. I bet he's always a bad guy. <laughs> he play, he plays the rear yeah. end. He plays. Ed, Ed Harris is going to be like attacking some abandoned prison or something. <laughs> Ed Harris, he plays the rear admiral. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tom Cruise is in there. Val, this says Val Kilmer is in there, but I didn't think he was. No, he is. He is. Okay, Jennifer Connelly, Miles Teller, never heard. Monica Barbaro, never heard. Glenn Powell. I've heard of that name, but I don't think that's the same guy. Ed Harris, John Hamm, he's funny. He's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay, so let's see here. Um, top, oh, here we go. Top Cat, Top Gun cast in and out. I feel like I'm yelling. Okay, here we go. So here's some side by sides. Tom Cruise still looks pretty good. Um, okay, let's see. Kenny, Kenny Loggin still looks decent. Is he in it? <laughs> uh, he might sing a song. But. So Kelly McGillis, no, she's not too much better for the wear. She's a no. she aged a good almost forty years. Story continues. Um, Goose, <laughs> he's probably just bones at this point. Isn't he? I mean, <laughs> one of the one of the saddest days of my life was when I was in the McDonald's drive-through and the lady at the drive-through. Told me I look like the doctor from ER. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and I asked her, I go, George Clooney? She's like, no. <laughs> so, Ma- Anthony Edwards. I'm like, yep. Meg Ryan, she still looks pretty shiny. Tim Robbins, he's a douche. Tom Scarrett. Oh, that would be great if Meg Ryan was in it and Tom Cruise was married to her. Or <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right. <laughs> You got his little Anthony Edwards kids <laughs> running around. <laughs> it would be really good is if Tim Robbins was was in the new one and Morgan Freeman was his uh, his, uh co co pilot. <laughs> yeah. You've got a bogey on your six. <laughs> they say he had only taken fifteen years to find that plane. You know, oh. somebody that's been in prison would probably have a rear admiral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Merlin did it in less than twenty. <laughs> So, okay, Tom Skerritt. Now, this dude is, what, 88? So he looks like... Actually, he doesn't look 88. He looks better than 88, but he looks I'm gonna pretty... Be, I'm going to be real disappointed if they don't do the Kessel run in this. <laughs> in less than four parsecs or however many it takes. <laughs> what do they say on Family Guy? Isn't a parsec like a measure of distance? Distance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually... I don't even want to get into that because it, make, I know, it I makes know. me sound worse than ever, but... It's kind of technically not wrong. It is a unit of distance, but in space travel terms, the way they did it, it's like he took she found all these shortcuts. So instead of it taking you taking you 45 miles to get to Amarillo, it only took you 30 miles to get to Amarillo. So anyway, but I'm not going to even go there because I know where that leads. That's a dark dark highway. So do you think you're going to go see it in the theater? Oh, maybe, maybe. Is it a what is it a, a hot date night? Is it a PG thirteen? Yeah, I think so. What was uh the original? It was a PG, probably PG thirteen. I don't know. They said yeah. the F word. You can PG say the 13? F word in PG thirteen, dude. 
Kate Winslet gets naked in Titanic and it's PG-13. Well, he had a drawer. <laughs> that wasn't even the worst part. The worst part is when they're showing those naked drawings, those ladies with armpit with hair. With the armpit hair, yeah, that was pretty... That was pretty uh, I'm glad I was over 13 because I don't think I would have lived that one through. <laughs> I, I had to watch that with my grandmother. That was embarrassing as can be. Dude, I saw I saw Titanic with my mom and dad at the Hereford movie theater. <laughs> what did I? And my grandmother was there. My, my grandmother probably hadn't been in a, to a movie in 50 years. <laughs> she goes and sees Titanic with us. And she's freaking take ones up naked. <laughs> what if I don't go to the movies for 40 years and what do they bring me to? A smut <clears throat> movie. <laughs> this is nothing but a snuff film. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen one of those since the twenties. That didn't look like that when I was thirty. <laughs> okay, well, I think we well, I think we might go see it because I mean, why not? What the hell else you got to do? So, um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's got really good reviews from the critics. Of course, they don't really know what they're talking about, but um, I'm going to give them. Can be worse than any other movies they're making right now. Oh, so. uh, that's true. I had when's the last time we've been to the I know the last time we were to the theater it wasn't a it was a kid movie <laughs> can't remember I think it was like Sing 2 maybe which was a pretty decent but I don't mean I wouldn't go to the theater to see it again but I noticed they're re-showing Smokey and the Bandit in the theaters again I don't know why you'd really want to do that because everybody's got almost a TV the size of a movie theater screen right now anyway for like Man, 50 I went, bucks I went and saw Jaws in the movie theater a couple years ago that was for five years ago that was freaking awesome was it um the the Dolby surround sound was a little more epic? A little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I may have to go. Uh, well, God, did I go see Star? I don't know. Yeah, they reshowed all the was Star Wars. Accident, huh? <laughs> Do what? Oh, I was just quoting Jaws. Oh, I said, I'm "This sorry. is no boating accident." I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna need a bigger boat. God, that movie's so good. Oh, man. I, I've only seen it maybe just a couple times is all. I was never a big Jaws fan. But, you think uh, a lot of the same bands are going to have a song in here? I think they're going to bring back Berlin I'm, to take our breath away. Um, I wonder if we can look that up here. Let's see here. Sequel, sequel, sequel. It's like Berlin had a song, and then Kenny Loggins had like eight songs. Kenny Loggins just put out an album. So... I watched a, I guess he made it, was, was it just a music video? And it, they made it, I don't know, maybe it was. Maybe they were just actually filming him at a concert in this little uh, bar somewhere. But take it, talking about how they just made it big and everything. They got their song on a, on a big soundtrack of a big movie. And um, um, anyway, so let me see. Well, let me go back here. Wish you Top would. Gun 2022 soundtrack songs. Okay. soundtrack let's see i mean you have to have danger zone i would think that danger zone it's pretty obvious here's Your the compl- part by hank williams david bowie david bowie doesn't look like anything new won't get fooled again what a, there if what do you think are you think they're gonna play like are you gonna think they're gonna play like have a pickleball scene this time instead of volleyball? No, dude, that'd be awesome. That's perfect. Either <laughs> <laughs> that or like at a putt putt. Yeah, putt Or they have to play from the 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 four the senior tees or something like that. There you go. Top Gun anthem. Okay, main titles: Dark Star. You're where you belong. 
Dagger one is hit. Tally two. The man, the legend. Penny returns. Wait, is that even the right one? Which are oh okay. Top Gun Maverick. Hold my hand. Lady Gaga is in. She's got a song in there. Saw that. Top Gun Danger oh. Zone. I ain't worried. Memories from Top Gun original soundtrack. So they're keeping. They're keeping it pretty. Uh, I think they're doing right. I think they got to keep it. Uh, the the original was so great. I mean, you got to keep that nostalgia in there. So true. Landon, while you're while you're at the movie and you're live tweeting it, where can people find that at? Uh, no twit, Landon forty four. All right, you can find him live tweeting Top Gun Maverick twenty two USA America, <laughs> and you can find me at Trader Brent uh, on Twitter as well, and of course. We're all over the place on the Global Ag Network. You can find the podcast, the Dryland Farmer podcast, anywhere podcasts are found all over the internet. And don't forget our good friend Casey Seymour over there at the Moving Iron Podcast. He talks with his good buddy Aaron. <laughs> that would be his uh, call sign, Fentanyl, uh, Fintel. And they uh, talk all things. He's um, moving um, ag equipment, but he's also got market and weather guys on there all the time, too. So, Guys, we're going to get out of here. We're It's time for a Danger Zone uh, exit. And so, yeah, maybe we'll go see it this week. Is it this weekend, Landon? I believe it is, isn't it? So. so we might go to the Danger Zone. We might be on the sprayer. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But until next time, guys, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay cool. And we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.